Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Billy from the Total Screamers podcast. The Premier League's in full swing and that means it's time to throw on your club shirt and make sure that you don't take a nasty tackle below the waist. Our partners at Manscaped are here so you can stay clean and take care of yourself where it matters most. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all of your below the waist grooming needs with the code SCREAMERS20 at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping on your order. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Total Screamers podcast. My name is Jed and today I'm joined by Billy. Say hello, Billy. Hello, mate. Hi, mate. And I'm joined by Paul. Say hello, Paul. Hey, Jed. How's it going? All good. Thank you, mate. Uh, We are back with another 11 show uh, this week with the bottom six of the Premier League, the best players from the bottom six teams, uh, which obviously consists of Burnley, Brighton, Newcastle, Fulham, West Brom and Sheffield United. A lot of talent in there and a lot of not so talented players, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried to pick the best ones for the polls. Uh, we're going to jump straight into the goalkeeping position, which has been won at a, a landslide by Nick Pope, uh, Burnley keeper. Uh, 74% of the vote he finished with. Uh, his closest challenger was Alphonse Ariola, uh, full on with 12%. Sam Johnson, third with 9%, and then Carl Darlow, uh, fourth with 5%. Um, what do you make of this selection, Billy? Um, yeah, could. He's got to be in here. Um, England's number one, and he's been so good for a while as well now, hasn't he? It's not just a one or two season wonder. He's got. He's made himself known. It's sort of. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Paul's uh, face when you said England's number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's made himself Straight known as one of the best keepers in the league. <laughs> He has, yeah. So England's number one, yeah. Just, I think he should be England's number one, but he's actually, he's, he'd say Pickford's probably still the number one in Southgate's eyes. Not when he's injured. Eyes, it's Nick Pope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not when he's injured. Um, I, personally, I'm with you on that one, mate. I do think that Nick Pope should be the number one, um, but 
Gareth Southgate obviously doesn't agree uh, at the moment anyway. Uh, Paul, what do you think about this one? Sam Johnston got squad. Yeah, in the latest England squad, it's Johnston, Pope and... Is it Henderson, I think? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Pope's probably the number one out of those three. Yeah, sure. I guess once Henderson gets into the United team proper, Mm. like starts having a run of form, he'll probably get in ahead of Pope. But no, just that he said he was England's number one. It's funny. I (laughs) I don't really like Pickford either. Have you got any Irish players in here? I don't think we have, have we? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We do, actually, but we'll get on to that. Um, <laughs> none of them made it into the starting 11 um, yeah exactly <laughs> there, are some in the, there are some in the polls though <laughs> that's a shame uh, <laughs> I voted for Ariola for this uh, but I, yeah Pope is obviously a very good goalkeeper um, Ariola must be too though like he's well he was with PSG and then got loaned down to Real and there with Fulham um, so yeah it's I don't know it's weird I think Ariola probably could play for a bigger team. And I'd say if Fulham do go down, he'll probably get signed by someone in Spain mm. or in England. Um, but yeah, you can't really argue with the Pope. Although, I don't know if you saw the comment. <laughs> someone wrote Nick Pope and goal. And I was trying to make up a joke about how the Pope saves people, but I couldn't get there. <laughs> like, like, who does he expect? Like, Nick Pope and goal is just... Obviously, mm. he's probably better than all three goalkeepers, or he's proven it anyway in the league in the past few seasons. So, don't think you can really argue with Pope to I start he's, in this. He's, he's better than being a bottom six goalkeeper, isn't he? Mm. Definitely, oh, yeah. Sure, yeah, 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 definitely. I, I, I think that. Um, I mean, Burnley themselves are probably better than being in the bottom six, but haven't really performed as well as they should have done in the early parts Burnley, of the season. Yeah. Um, for me, Pope's the obvious choice. Um, Ariola again, good keeper. Um, I think Sam Johnston would probably do well at a, a better team as well. Um, yeah, I think. I, mean, I think it'll he's leave been let West down West by quality. Myself. Potentially, yeah. I mean, like I say, he's he's, he's not really got the best defence in front of him, um, no. which has probably not helped. But I, I do like him. I think he's a good keeper. Um, and I did get a little bit of stick for picking Cardalo ahead of uh, Dubravka um, at Newcastle, <laughs> but. I've, personally, I think I've seen more of Darlow this season. Yeah, I, th- I think Dubravka's just come in for the last season. Uh, but few games. Yeah, I don't think any like, regardless of whether I'd put you know Dubravka in there, Pope's going to beat them all anyway. Um, so it doesn't really make a difference. But thought I'd just mention that anyway. He's still a good keeper, and obviously he plays for a bottom six team. Um, Aaron Ramsdale was getting nowhere near my pole. <laughs> Sheffield United. Um, <laughs> is there anyone that you feel like could come close? To being involved, boys. That's not in there. I did. I didn't pick Sanchez at Brighton. It's kind of it, I think. Yeah. Who really cares? It's the bottom six. Three of them will be gone in a few <laughs> months anyway. <laughs> That's a good, very good point. Very good point. Well, I'm going to move on to uh, to right back. Um, one boy, another landslide. Uh, Tariq Lamptey of Brighton, with 77% of the vote. Um, Matt Loughton from Burnley uh, was second with 12%. And Kenny Tete with six, and George Baldock with five percent um, in third and fourth. What are your thoughts on this one, Paul? Um, not much happening, I don't think, in this poll. Um, it's kind of hard to think of about right backs in the bottom six, but Lampety is definitely the best player, or definitely the one with the most potential. Uh, who you kind of know will, if he stays injury free, will be in the Premiership in the next five seasons. You'd think. Um, yeah. Loughton seems to be, have been around for ages. Like he was in Villa's team, wasn't he? Back in like, indeed he was. Yeah, when they scored yeah. a worldie against Stoke as well. Let's not forget about that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that <laughs> exactly. 
Maybe that's why he's in the pot. He scored a this season as well, to be fair, didn't he? Yeah, but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't as good as that goal against Stoke. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> he scored no, it, was, it, was it was a goal decent goal. Season. It was a decent goal. Goal of the season yeah. contender from, uh, from that one this year. <laughs> goal of the decade, that Villa one then. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Lampety probably yeah, he probably deserves it. And he is... He seems like a very good player, very good prospect. Um, and England need more right backs, so he's another one to add to the list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally rate him very highly. Um, I can see why he's won this this poll, especially with the the lack of the standout fullbacks really um, in the bottom six. What do you think, Billy? Um, I'm a bit disappointed actually that Kenny Tete didn't win this. I, th- I think he's been brilliant for Fulham this season um, when he's played for them anyway. And um, I think the fact a player who's played 11 games this season has won it is a bit of a piss take. <laughs> I think, yeah, although, although Lamptey <laughs> is a decent player, um, yeah, he, he's played 11 games and you've, surely you've got to play 11, more than 11 games to be included in this. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's a good argument um, and you know, you're definitely not wrong, but... Twitter disagrees. <laughs> Twitter disagrees um, no, think, with anything, though, doesn't it? <laughs> those the games. I think. I think the games that Lamptey's had have just been standout games. I think yeah. that's probably why um, he's won this one because the performances that I remember from you know the early part of the season were really impressive, um, mm. and I think that he does definitely have a, a big future ahead of him, um, especially at a team like Brighton as well, where they're going to play that sort of football that lets him get forward like that as a, a modern fullback yeah. has to do. Um, I do think that, that he's a good inclusion. Um, there's a heavy, heavy sway towards Brighton in the team, actually. Um, <laughs> we're going to come on to. Obviously, m- majority of the players are from Brighton, um, from Brighton's team. Um, moving on to the next position, uh, which is the first of our centre-halves. We actually had a tie uh, in this poll between James Tarkovsky and Lewis Dunk. Uh, they both got 43% of the vote. Uh, Johnny Egan, Sheffield United, got 9%. Semi Ajay of West Brom, 5%. Uh, so I did a tie-break poll. Um, and Lewis Dunk won the tie break. He got fifty four percent of the tie break vote, and Tarkovsky uh, with forty six. So another Brighton player in there. Um, is this the right decision for you, Paul? Um, no, I'm going to go with Tarkovsky. As in, he has two. He has two England caps and Dunk. <laughs> so I think Tarkovsky should win. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been in the Premiership a longer time, I'd imagine, mm. by a couple of seasons. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, it is it is a close one, obviously. Um, but I think yeah, Burnley haven't really ever been sucked into the relegation fight as much as they have this season, um, and that's mainly due to um, me and Tarkovsky at the back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think Tarkovsky should have won for me. Um, just looking at the other options, I obviously should have voted for John Egan. But I, didn't. <laughs> um, I think he said. Well, one good season in the Premiership, and now he's going back down. Um, and I'd be very surprised if anyone from the uh, Premiership bought him um, back up. He's yeah, he's just like the average Irish player now that we all have. <laughs> just average Championship <laughs> standard players, and it's a bit depressing talking about him. <laughs> At least you know it yourself. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I voted for Tarkovsky. Fair play. I mean, I can certainly Speaking see the it. argument. Um I do like Tarkovsky. I think he's a good player. And, and like you say, Burnley haven't really struggled 
defensively in the last few years or haven't really got sucked into a relegation battle in the last few years and that mainly comes down to him um, and, and Ben Mee obviously at the back. What do you think about the uh, selection, Billy? Um, I completely agree with Paul myself. I think Tarkowski should be in here. I think all the points that Paul mentioned really that he's a great defender. Burnley haven't really been sucked into a relegation battle because of Tarkowski and me. Saying that though, Lewis Dunk is a good player. He's very dangerous from uh, set pieces as well, as we've seen recently in the league. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's Tarkowski all day for me. I like Lewis Dunk though. Um, like you say, he's very good in the air. He did score a brilliant header um, recently mm. for Brighton against Southampton. Um, and I think that he's a good player. I, I think that they're both good players. Um, it's a difficult. Difficult one to choose between them. Obviously, that's why I ended up going to a tie break. Yeah, I'd I'd be happy with either of them in in the team. Um, but as it happens, obviously, it, it turned out to be Lewis yeah. Dunk. Uh, to be honest, I don't really have many complaints. Um, so I'm going to move on yeah. to the next centre back position, which was won by Ben White, another Brighton player. Thirty seven percent of the vote on this one. Uh, ben Mee came second with twenty nine percent, and then Joe Jim Anderson, uh, Fulham. Came third with nineteen, and Jamal Sellers of Newcastle with fifteen uh, and fourth. What do you think about this one, Billy? Uh, I'm di- I'm disappointed personally. I think although Ben White is a decent player and he's still very young, Anderson's got to be in here for me. He's been fantastic Fulham this season, and I can't believe that he's finished third and actually very close <laughs> to finishing last as well. Um, he's been so solid, vocal, <laughs> a proper captain for them, and as I said, for me, he should be a guaranteed spot. Well. <laughs> I can see. I mean, you can't really argue with much of that. Um, I don't know whether a guaranteed spot, though. I, I do like him. I think he's a good player. Um, what do you think, Paul? I think yeah, I agree with. Um, I agree with that. I think he should have. He could have won the poll. Ben White probably benefited from some English bias and Brighton <laughs> bias as well, and a few Leeds fans in there as well. Uh, but yeah, they're, like they're both pretty promising centre backs. But I think Fulham's form has. In, like improved a lot since Anderson's mm. comeback mm. Um, from injury um, and yeah so I would have thought he'd win I don't think he'll stay with Fulham for too long I think he's only on there on loan anyway by a team higher up or in Europe as well um, and then yeah I was thinking is he on loan mm. oh, okay, where yeah. he's on loan from well that, that proves my point I mean, Leon, he's putting I himself in the shop window anyway. Leon. Um, yeah. I like, I like him, not, like you say, boys. I think he's a good player. Um, he seems to be a real leader on the pitch and, and he has a big presence for Fulham. He's definitely improved them since he came back, like you say, Paul. Um, although I do think that Ben White's a good player as well. He's still young. He's got a big future ahead of him. I know that Simo uh, raves about Ben White. Uh, absolutely loves him. <laughs> he's, he's, he's tipping him to be a star for the future. So I know he'll be happy to see him in here. Um, do you think it's a bit harsh on Ben Mee not to have, to have won this one? One of the more experienced in the Premier League? Uh, yes and no. Um, uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, I think Lascelles could have been in with a shed as well. Um, like The fact that Benitez kind of made Lascelles as captain or captain as captain and kind of based his defence around him kind of showed what, what a good player he is. Um, and yeah, although Newcastle are kind of in the shed at the moment, he does seem to be like a good captain and someone who can, who can lead the team. Um, and I'd say they'd be in a lot worse position without him. He seems to hold the defence together as much as yeah, he can. Anyway. He's, he's got more goals than Joe Linton as well. And <laughs> 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 <too> well there. <laughs> what do you think, Billy? 
Um, I'd rather not talk about Jamal LaSalle's personally. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've said what I've needed to say. <laughs> right, on that note, we'll move on to uh, to left back position, um, which has been won by a it's been won by a teammate of Jamal of Jamal LaSalle's, uh, Jamal Lewis. He won this one with forty six percent. He's beat Ola Ina um, of Fulham with twenty two percent, Ender Stevens with nineteen percent, Dan Burn with thirteen percent. Uh, Billy, what do you think about this one? Um, I don't think we can really have too many complaints about this, and I think with a different manager behind him, he could it could really take him to the next step. Um, I think he's a great player, and at the minute he just doesn't have that freedom to go forward as much as I think he should under Bruce. But yeah, I mean, he's a great player and has shown it this season as well. Although he's not been able to go forward, he's still had a few assists. I don't know the exact number. Um, but yeah, he's a he's a decent player in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, I agree with Billy, actually. Um, anytime I saw him with Norwich, he was really good. Um, and then Liverpool were in form as well. So yeah, he's obviously... I think, yeah, Billy's right, actually. In a better team or with a different manager, mm-hmm. he'd really excel. Um, and someone who would let him go forward um, more than he has to defend. So, yeah, I don't think he's really kicked on with Newcastle, but I don't think anyone has. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he definitely has a good future ahead of him. Um, and, like, for Northern Ireland, I think, like, one of their better players and definitely will be one of their best players then in the next few years. Definitely. Someone definitely. they can kind of build um, their team I, think I can see him staying in the Premier League. Um, yeah. If Newcastle were to go down, yeah. I think somebody would come in for him. Um, kind of as Newcastle did, obviously, when Norwich went down. Um, I, I like him. I think he's a good player. I think he definitely needs to be allowed the freedom to go forward, as you both said, boys. I think under Steve Bruce, he's not going to get that. Um, <laughs> under anyone else, he'd probably be doing better. Um, <laughs> but uh, just a word on the other players in, in this poll. I like Ola Aina. Um, yeah, I think I really he's a good like attacking fullback. Um Ender Stevens as well at Sheffield United. Obviously, not had a, as good a season this year as he had last season. Um, but I, I like him as a player. I remember watching him at, at Portsmouth actually when they were like down in League Two, and you could tell he was going to go on and be a good player then at that point. Um, and obviously, they ended up getting in, getting into the Premier League with Sheffield United. I, I think he's a, a player of real quality, um, and obviously an Irishman as well for Paul <laughs> and a former Villa and man a former for, Villa man for yeah. Billy. It's not, I think he made a total of zero appearances <laughs> for Villa, but he's he was there. <laughs> <laughs> they all count, mate. <laughs> Any chance we can get to mention Villa for you. <laughs> exactly. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dan Byrne obviously lost the poll. Um, it's probably the worst performance from a Brighton player in the whole, <laughs> in the whole poll. Um, but I don't think he gets enough credit for being a quite a big guy playing at fullback. Um, he, he seems more. He seems like he should be more of a centre-half because he's just massive. Um, but he's been shoved out as a left-back because he's left-footed. And <laughs> it's all right there for Brighton. Um, although he's had some torrid times in, in, against players like Adama Traore and things like that. But still a good player. Um, but again, I don't think we've got any complaints about Jamal Lewis winning this one. And he's won it quite comfortably as well. Um, so I'm going to move on to the next position uh, but before I do I'm just going to give a quick word to our sponsors Manscaped um, as you, you'd all be well aware from listening to the podcast you know, we are currently running a 20% off code for Manscaped uh, so if you do have any male grooming needs uh, you need yourself a weed whacker or a lawnmower or one of their other products um, <laughs> crop preserver and things like that 
get yourself on Manscaped. <laughs> uh, use the code Screamers20. Um, moving on to the right midfield position. Uh, this has been won by another Brighton player, uh, Leandro Trossard. Uh, 56% of the vote he's won this with. Uh, and then Miguel Almiron uh, has come second with 37%. Oliver Burke uh, with 4%. And then Johan Goodmanson in, th- uh, in fourth, 3%. So those two never really going to be anywhere near. Um, what do you make of this one, Billy? Um, I I like it. Um, he's a great player and he showed it last night as well. I think he, along with Brighton as a whole, have been really unfortunate this season, as we've, as we've mentioned several times. But um, yeah, I, I like him. I think he's a great player and he can certainly go a lot further than Brighton in his career. Good take. I think um, he could definitely go further. And yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of him as well. Yeah, I think he can he can play either on the wing or up front or like mm. through the middle, um, which is is really good. Obviously, I put him in at right wing here. Um, could easily have put him in a different position in the polls as well. Um, what do you think, Paul? Yeah, I kind of agree with Billy. Um, he's definitely got the potential to move on to a bigger club um, and has performed pretty consistently over his two seasons with Brighton. I think I voted for Almiron, but I guess with Almiron. He kind of sticks out in that Newcastle team as someone who um, who can create a bit of creativity, a few chances. Um, so, like, yeah, I think I just kind of, whenever you're watching Newcastle, you kind of always look out for mm. players like Almiron, whereas Trassard kind mm. of just fits in with the Brighton team as in they all seem to be good footballers and they all kind of play the same way. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, as I said, Almiron is kind of their outlet for a goal. Um, so it's always exciting to watch him, I think. Uh, not that he always, yeah, he doesn't always have the end product, but... Kind of, I don't know. I'd say Newcastle fans love him as one of the few players who can provide some excitement. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I mean, I think you're right in saying that the Trossard and and the Brighton players they all do seem to sort of blend in because they all play the same way. Um, Almiron stands out because Newcastle are, are poor basically, and if if he does something exciting, obviously it makes him stand out. It's the same with with Saint Maximin. Um, obviously, it took yeah. a while to actually find the net for Newcastle, as I recall, when they signed him. Um, <laughs> and since then, he's, he's not really been prolific, um, which might be more down to Steve Bruce than him. But he does he does add that spark that they they lack sometimes. And, um, mm-hmm. and you know, when he, when he is playing well, he makes a big difference to the team. Um, obviously, he did well in the MLS as well before coming over to, to the Premier League at Newcastle. Um, and, and still quite a young player as well, I think. So I think he'll be mm-hmm. still be a Premier League player as well if Newcastle go down. Do you yeah, agree? Definitely. I think a lot of these Newcastle players are still going to be Premier League players. Um, maybe not Joe Linton, but like St. Max's, we'll get on to in a minute. <laughs> um, even someone like Lascelles, Debravka, the, uh, the keeper, I can't remember his name. <laughs> um, but yeah, as well as um, Almiron, I think they're all going to be Premier A lot of them are going to be Premier League players. What do you think, Paul? Are you in agreement on that? Yeah, like we are picking the best 11 of relegation candidates so like it would make sense that half of them at least would be bought yeah. by teams still in the league um next season or yeah I'd say like Almiron would obviously prefer you'd presume like you'd prefer to play in Spain or somewhere he doesn't get kicked a lot or it's a little bit warmer <laughs> I might be stereotyping but like you <laughs> probably would <laughs> I'd imagine he would like much better weather nicer style of football um so yeah like You'd think, yeah, you'd think actually the majority of these players, if they do go down, they'll get bought by bought by a club in the uh, in the Premier League or yeah, abroad. Definitely, they definitely have the quality. Definitely, and Almiron certainly does. Um, Trossard as well, obviously winning the the pole, especially does. Um, 
good inclusion. I, I think the other two in the poll, to be fair, Ollie Burke and Yaron Goodmanson, uh, we're never really going to get anywhere near. No. Um, there's not really much to add about them, to be fair. So I'm going to move on to the next <laughs> position, um, which was another Brighton player in the team. Uh, Pascal Gross has won this one, uh, 47%. Um, John Joe Shelby came second with 25%. John Fleck in third with 21%. And then Jack Cork uh, in fourth with 7%. What are your thoughts on this one, Paul? Um yeah, I like Gross as a player. Um, I kind of like you kind of like all the Brighton players, um, <laughs> and he's been like consistently picked for Brighton over the past few seasons as well, um, and has become like a mainstay of their yeah. team. Um, I actually voted for Shelby. Um, I I guess like with Shelby, he got bought by Liverpool and then had so much promise just by the fact that he was bought by <laughs> Liverpool. Um, but yeah, it never it never actually happened for him. Happened like a little bit, and everyone kind of thought he might be something like a Gerrard player. Um, but yeah, he's he's a funny kind of player. He he's quite aggressive, obviously. Um, has good passing range, but he doesn't like seem to cause that many like that much trouble within the club or whatever. You don't really hear stories about him, but it seems like that's the reputation he sort of carries around. I think, I think um, he has like a, a sort of reckless yeah. reputation because he, he does get sent off from time to time, doesn't he, for yeah. loose challenges and things like that. Yeah. Um, I like him though. I think he's a good footballer. He's always had a good technical ability on the ball. He's got great range of passing and, and he seems to be quite a, a leader on the pitch as well I think he at Swansea when he was there um, was, was one of their best players in while they were in the Premier League mm. um, like I say it didn't work out for him at Liverpool unfortunately um, but but definitely a good player what are your thoughts on, on the selection Billy? Um, just on Shelby again he's He's always got a good goal in him as well, hasn't he? He's always got like a 30-yard screamer in him somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but getting back to uh, Pascal Gross, though, um, I agree with Paul. He's another player that I really like. He's kind of like a worse workhorse in midfield, constantly running about. And I think he's had about eight goal mm. contributions this season in total, which just shows how important he is to that Brighton side as well. I think that would be a lot more if Brighton had a a prolific centre forward um, Definitely, yeah. as well but yeah I, I really like him as well like you say he's a workhorse kind of player um, works hard I think Brighton are worse off without him in the team um, when he's not involved um, definitely a good inclusion I can see why he's won the poll um, I, I will say um, I, I voted for John Fleck in this one um, remember him fondly from his days at Coventry City uh, <laughs> League One um, but I think that uh, he's, he's a really good player he always he's always seemed a bit too overweight to play football um, but he's got an absolutely lovely left foot and a really good sort of passing ability mm. um, I can see why he, he did so well for Sheffield United obviously when they went up and when they were playing well last season because um, mm. he hasn't done it this year as nobody at Sheffield United has done uh, <laughs> but a player that I really like um, mostly because he did play for Cov. <laughs> <laughs> he, to be fair though he does remind me as well a bit of a John McGinn kind of player for Villa I, I think he's Another workhorse in that midfield, mm. and as you say, a decent left foot on him to score goals and whip crosses in and stuff like that. Yeah, he's quite good with set pieces and likes a, a shot from long range as well. He scored a couple of long range goals for for us um, while he was here. Definitely a, a good player, and I think probably I think he probably would stay with Sheffield United. I, I can't see another Premier League team going in for him mm. um, if they well, when they go down this year, which would be a shame um, because he is a good talent, but. Um, 
to be fair, I don't think he even gets in like a starting position in the, in the Scottish <laughs> national team. Um, so I mean that that sort of says it all. But yeah. he's, he's a very good player. Um, John, John Joe Shelby. Um, I always remember getting an England cap at some point in the past as well. Um, I think he's six, six England caps. England caps. Um, travesty. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> phenomenal for him. Phenomenal. Um, <laughs> I hope he gets another one at some point in the future. <laughs> That'd be good to see. Get rid of get rid of Jack Grealish and uh, we'll get John Joe Shelby in the in the squad for the Euros. <laughs> if if I speak, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right, lads. Uh, we're going to move on to the next position. Uh, Pascal Gross's central midfield partner. Um, it's Ruben Loftus Cheek, uh, currently on loan at Fulham from Chelsea. Gone again, forty-eight percent of the vote. Um, coming second was Conor Gallagher of West Brom with twenty-six. Did I work it out again, boys? You might want to stop. Did I work it out again? again? Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna. <laughs> where do we get to? Something about. Something about introducing the, the yeah, second yeah, midfielder. Right. I'll go again. Right. Yeah, just start that again. Yeah. Right, I'm going to move on to the next central midfield position. Uh, Pascal Gross's central midfield partner um, in the team is Rof- uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Uh, 48% of the vote. Uh, he beat Conor Gallagher, who got 26%. Alexis McAllister, who got 16%. John Lundstrom, who got 10%. A Brighton player didn't win. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this, Billy? <laughs> um, I had a feeling that Loftus-Cheek would win this. Um, I do like him. I think he's a decent player. But I also think he's in here because of how big of a name he is while he was playing at Chelsea as well. Um, I personally voted for Conor Gallagher just to make it a bit closer, but it was never going to matter really, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I always I always saw him winning this one as well, to be fair. Um, what do you think, Paul? Yeah, he's. I think he's by far the most talented in the whole team. Um, and for Fulham, he seems like the go-to as well in midfield and the one with the ability to... Not only like carry the ball from mm. the like defense to the attack, but also the one to unlock the opposition's defense as well. Um, seems like the player with the most quality. Um, and yeah, he's playing way below what the level he should be. Um, whether he uh, continues at Chelsea or whatever, I don't know. But if he moved to like a bigger club, you wouldn't be surprised. Um, I think he just needs like the right environment or like the team to fully trust him and put him in center mid. Because uh, he has all the attributes um, to be a top-class player. But, yeah, it just depends. I think if Fulham stayed up, it would be huge. He could probably stay with them for another season and kick on, maybe, and see what they could do next season. But, yeah, I think he's a Potentially, quality yeah. player. Um, although, I think you, know, you could see him working his way back in at Chelsea. I, I, wouldn't, I don't think he's going to start, though, if he goes back to Chelsea. Yeah. Um, like when, he's, when he does, you know, obviously, go back at the end of the season, um, Thomas Tuchel might have a higher opinion of him. I think the reason why he went out on loan obviously is to get like first team football um and and i think he he might be mm-hmm. further along at chelsea but for injuries uh, as i recall he had he had an injury which kept him out for a little while um which obviously is disappointing for him but he's definitely a, a good player i mean went to the world cup with england as well um in 2018 as far as i remember um southgate yeah. obviously rates him he's a good talent not only sort of doing defensive work but going forward he, he seems to be really good on the ball and um, like you say he's, he's, he drives full and forward when he has the ball he's, he's definitely a key player for them um and hopefully we'll, we'll help keep them up um mm. conor gallagher came second um one of the better players in West Brom's team, would you say, Billy? Yeah, definitely. I I do like Conor Gallagher, hence why I voted for him. Um, but yeah, I um, 
yeah, he was he was never going to make it into the side, but he is a good player, and I think he's only about twenty one as well. So he's still got a long way to go in his career, which I think he's on loan from Chelsea as well, actually. But to, I think he could be part of that group of Chelsea players that do go on to uh, achieve something in their career. They've definitely got a good like crop of youngsters there, haven't they? Mm. Um, they? They always seem to, to be fair. They just haven't, you know, historically just never yeah. really blooded them into the first team. They just send them out on loan and then they eventually go into other teams. Um, not sure what Thomas Tuchel was like for sort of blooding youngsters in, uh, but obviously Frank Lampard had to rely on them, I guess, um, yeah. when Chelsea had their little transfer ban. But I think it's done it's done wonders for some of them. Um, maybe a bit too too early for Conor Gallagher, given his age, but um, what do you think, Paul? Um, yeah, he he obviously has potential, and yeah, he's really young, like he's, and it's good that he's playing for West Brom and just kind of seeing what it's like to play in the Premiership. Um, just read that he's eligible for Ireland, so <laughs> hoping any day now he'll be turning out in the in the green, only to change his mind and play for England in the next World Cup or something. <laughs> We'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed for you, mate. Um, to be fair, we've we've got we've got enough attacking talent anyway that that used to be Irish and that. <laughs> exactly. Um, another player in this in this poll I really like is Alexis McAllister. Um, I think that he's a really good attacking option in Brighton's team as well. Mm-hmm. He's, he doesn't get in the team every week; they sort of chop and change it a little bit. Um, but he when he is on the pitch does seem to have quite a lot of attacking threat. Um, and I think he's, again, still a young player. I really like that he's Argentinian, um, but with a, a very Scottish-sounding name. <laughs> I think there is a story behind it. Uh, There's got to be some sort the story of story behind it, hasn't there? <laughs> I can't remember what the story is, um, but I really like that about him. It's just it's a quirk, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> he's like a football manager regen that's just got... <laughs> the names just don't match. They just don't match the country that they put him, <laughs> put him under. Um <laughs> really good player though, uh, but not as good as Ruben Loftus Cheek, um, as are neither of the other players as well. I'm going to mention John Lundstrom though, um, because three or four years ago he was on the losing side against Coventry City in the Checker Trade Trophy final um, <laughs> for Oxford, um, and now he plays in the Premier League. So credit to him um, <laughs> for bouncing back from that. Obviously, the worst worst moment of his career. Um, <laughs> What a day it was. <laughs> Onto the uh, the left midfield position and the headband wearing Alan St. Maximin um, wins this one with 69% for the vote. Uh, he beat Dwight McNeil, who came second with 18%. So quite a convincing victory, really, for St. Maximin. Um, Solly March was third with 7%. And then Grady Diangana was fourth with 6%. Um, what are your thoughts on this one, Paul? Can't argue with this one. Um, deserved to win it and deserved to win it by a lot, I thought. Um, yeah, he's just a very exciting player, isn't he? he? Yeah, like maybe for neutral fans, he's probably more exciting than for Newcastle where he doesn't always deliver the end product. But when he's on his game, he's seems like pretty much unplayable whenever I've seen him. Um, and then, yeah, Dwight McNeil's actually very good as well. I like him. He seems to be like one of the one of the few kind of more skillful players in the Burnley team. Not so much of a workhorse, but like fits in perfectly um, at the moment. And yeah, gets gets played all the time by Dyche. So he obviously has something about him where he has the skill, but can also work in a system where he's needed. Um, yeah, so not surprised by Sam Maximan winning this one, I don't think. I agree wholeheartedly, mate. Um, I think Alan Maximan definitely should win. Um, Edward McNeil is also a very good player. Um, scored a good goal recently as well against Everton. 
I think was it against Everton? Yeah, he scored yeah, a good goal at some point it. recently. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this one, Billy? Um, I agree with Saint Max to be honest with you, and there was no way on this planet that Twitter were going to let anyone else win this poll. Um, (laughs) in all fairness though it's from the Gucci headband to the needless skills he's a great player isn't he what he wants to be and I'll I'll never forget when uh, when Newcastle played Villa last season and he just rouletted the ball out of play for a throw into Villa just there was no there was no need for a skill whatsoever he just he just gave us the ball back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly I, I, love, I love it and I, it was I funny the, the needless <laughs> the needless skills is just the best thing about him it's like <laughs> he's just a flair player isn't he he just loves it yeah clearly clearly enjoys playing football um and just wants to show off credit to him um i think if he was in a better team than newcastle he'd, he'd probably be a lot more effective mm-hmm. as well because he's so dangerous like when he's running into the box yeah. on the ball like he, he can go past the player with, just with ease. He makes it just look effortless. Yeah. Um, really, really good player. And then, like you say, he's got the skills as well just to, <laughs> to liven things up. Um, and the headbands as well. The Gucci headbands. Yeah. I mean, I can see it in the future. In the future, I can see... You know how um, the old palace keeper, Gabor Kirali, used to wear the jogging bottoms? So he, he now sells his own yeah. brand of Gabor Kirali jogging bottoms. Um <laughs> I, I I can see Alan St. Maximum doing the same thing, but with headbands. It wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> the same the same Max headbands. Um, all the kids will be wearing them in about 15 years' time. <laughs> when he goes down as a Newcastle legend. <laughs> up, yeah. up there next to Alan Shearer. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to wrap a headband around that, that statue of Alan Shearer outside uh, St. James's. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's 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 definitely ahead of of every other player in the poll. Mm. Uh, not that they're not good players, like March and Dean Garner are good mm. players, but for me, he's he's definitely the the right inclusion. Um, I think Dwight McNeil's got a big future ahead of him again. Now, I mean, he's he's still a young player. I think he's only about twenty one, twenty two. Um, doing good things at Burnley, and long may it continue. Potentially could get himself a move somewhere bigger as well if he keeps it up. Um, so Maximan, I think, is a player who definitely would move from Newcastle if they get relegated. Um, maybe even not to a Premier League team. Potentially go over to, you know, I think he was mm. he playing in France before he came over, back over to uh, France. Maybe. Yeah, for Nice, um, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, I, I can definitely see him moving because he's too good for the Championship. I mean, can you imagine him whipping out the step overs <laughs> at the Rico Arena next season? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd rather not. <laughs> I'd rather not have to witness it to be fair. Um, <laughs> moving on to the first centre forward position. Um, I can hear somebody rubbing their hands together. I think it's Paul. Um, <laughs> Adamola Luckman uh, has won this one. 38% of the vote. It's quite a close poll, this one, to be fair. Uh, Chris Wood came second in this one with 29%. Neil Mope uh, with 27% in third. And then I put. I'll be honest, I put Joe Linton in there for banter um, and I've also <laughs> voted for him just for banter as well. Um, <laughs> he got 6%. Um, so because the fact that he got 6% means somebody else also voted for him, <laughs> which I love. Um, I'm going to go straight to you, Paul. What do you think about this one? This this is a travesty, isn't it? Chris Wood just deserves so much more respect than he's got with this vote. I was looking up the stats there and he's got 
uh, rate of a goal every three games for Burnley. <laughs> While Adam Luckman has, has played like I think he had to goal every and five games the or worst something. Penalty no, and has played <laughs> <to Matt Baird>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. For that alone, he shouldn't get any votes. But like he's hardly played any games. I think Chris Wood gets yeah a disservice has been done because he plays for Burnley. <laughs> And because no one really remembers any of his goals because they're all shite headers <laughs> or office or something like that. I, but like genuinely, how did Luckman get any votes? Like, how? It, it, Full of I, 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 I love Luckman. I'm just so to hold of this one. I love Luckman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll be a good player, but nah, he's not for me. Not yet, <laughs> anyway. Thoughts, Billy. Um, I think. Um, yeah. Who are you going to pick anyway? Like, if you have a. Big relegation game. You're going to put Chris Wood up front or Luckman? That's a very I'd have, good point. I'd have That's Luckman on the wing myself. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I did I, I did think yeah. he obviously can play either on the wing or up front. From what I've seen this season, Fulham have been playing predominantly through the middle. Um as far as I recall, so that's why I put him up, up front. Um, but what do you what do you think, Billy? I I absolutely adore Luckman. I think he's a great player. Work hard it uh, very hard working, should I say? Um, and he's been a big part into how <laughs> Fulham have managed to kind of turn their season around. Um, I think one thing that I would make sure about this is that, as you say, he doesn't take penalties. He's. The, I think I'd rather have Nick Pope <laughs> taking penalties over him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not on the penalty taking duties uh, in this team. But he is a good player. I mean, he's, he's got a lot of potential, I think, still. He's still a young player. Um, he's, he's sort of gone over to Germany and then come back having not done really, mm. really well in Germany, I think. And, you know, he's, he, he gives he gives Fulham an option, doesn't he? He's a good player going forward. Yeah. Um, personally, I do agree with Paul. Uh, Chris Wood's been disrespected a little bit um, <laughs> because he doesn't score memorable goals. <laughs> he, just, he just seems to score goals. Just I can't recall him there. Ever scoring a particularly memorable one? <laughs> um, he's just always there at the back post or like you know in the in the penalty area poaching those Dwight um, McNeil crosses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a handful, isn't he? As well, though. To be fair, um, you can see why Sean Dodge loves him, uh, and obviously he's stuck with him for so long. Um, Neil Mope came third, obviously with twenty seven percent. Mope's a player who's just not quite there yet. I think in the Premier League, he gets himself in good mm-hmm. positions and he, he works hard, but he's just not prolific enough. Um, I think that potentially he could get there. He's still, again, still quite young um, and he's a very good player. But I'd have Chris Wood in this team ahead of him. Um, I'm not really, gonna, <laughs> I'm not really going to mention Joel Linden to be fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I said, I put him in here for for banter um, <laughs> because we've been we've been ripping him a little bit recently. Um, to be, um, to be fair, I didn't actually put Andy Carroll in. Um, and I surprised myself at that because I love Andy Carroll. Um, <laughs> so uh, I don't think it would have changed the outcome of the poll, though, uh, if Andy Carroll was in there, just because he's he doesn't do much these days. Um, used to score some great headers, though, back in the day. <laughs> and we did, to be fair, we spoke about him when we did the Harry 11 as well a little bit. So uh, that's enough Andy Carroll for, for the podcast for now. Um, I'm going to move on to the, the final position, um, which is Adam Ola Luckman's strike partner, Callum Wilson. Winning by a landslide, eighty. That beaming smile on your face, uh. <laughs> <laughs> completely shit made in, this. Made in Coventry. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Do you know what, mate? I think he would have won regardless of who I put him up against, um, <laughs> because he's just 
a lethal striker, isn't he? Well, I say he's lethal, he's not lethal, but he's he's a very good striker. Uh, he scores goals. You can rely on him for a goal when you need him. Um, and he's beaten all the contenders in this poll by an absolute landslide. Ashley Barnes came second with 9%. David McGoldrick third with 8%. And then Callum Robinson with a, a lowly 2%, which I think is one vote. One West Brom fan out there voted for Callum Robinson. Um, <laughs> Billy, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> Um, I was that one. <laughs> I was <laughs> just just because he's a former Villa player, best match for Jack Grealish, and I'm devastated that he's not in here. <laughs> I mean, ahead of even ahead of McGoldrick, he's never he's getting over here. Um, Paul, what do you think? I think yeah, this is an easy one, wasn't it? Uh, Wilson was always going to win. Um, just seems like a very good finisher. When he gets the chances um, and big loss to Newcastle. When he gets injured um, and having watched McGoldrick and Robinson play <laughs> for Ireland for the past few years, I can tell you Robinson is shite. <laughs> <laughs> and McGoldrick just can't finish, unfortunately. Um, you could I saw the game earlier against Chelsea and like just free header right in front of the goal and he somehow puts it yeah. on. Which kind of seems I did this against Villa, though, did it? Earlier on today, that's what I'm recording. <laughs> I don't know. Don't pay attention <laughs> Do you know to those what? He, um, David McGoldrick had a brilliant loan spell at Urkov in, in 2013. Um, he, <laughs> he was prolific for us. Uh, we had him for half a season and then he, <laughs> he decided to go back to uh, to Forest, unfortunately. Where, I where can't it was blame at the time, but it, I'm amazed that he's a Premier League player. <laughs> well, he made, he made room in the team for Callum Wilson. I've... So. <laughs> he's, uh, it all worked out for the <laughs> I've read... Um... I've read a good few articles, of, well, not a, like a lot of articles about McGoldrick, but just articles that seem to mention him when he's youngster or something. And he seemed to be like the player that had the most potential in like certain teams when he was like 18, 19. Yeah. And like you can see, he's a very good footballer. Like he has a touch and really strong and good in the air. But yeah, he can't be the goal score or like, yeah, the goal scoring striker, basically. You can't rely on him for goals, unfortunately. Yeah. As Sheffield United are finding out. Yeah, I mean, spends. it's. When I remember when we signed him, obviously this is going back a, a, a while now, uh, like seven, eight years, but when we signed him, he'd sort of flopped everywhere he'd been. Um, he was expected to score goals okay. and hadn't really scored goals anywhere. And then he, he was quite prolific for us and did really well in, in at the Sky Blues when he was there. Um, and, we, and everybody was gutted that we weren't able to like, extend his loan, basically, at the time. Um, but to see him playing in the Premier League now is... is like, it's very shocking <laughs> considering that he's he just seems to know where the goal is really um, it's like the, the the chance he missed earlier in the FA Cup game against Chelsea was just it was a sitter it was an absolute sitter anyone, anyone else oh, like anyone else yeah. puts it in the net um, it's, it's really unfortunate that Sheffield United have had to sort of rely on him for their goals um, but saying that I mean I'll always remember him fondly for, for what he did at Cov um, and you know, obviously, <laughs> he's not had many impressive performances in an island shirt, but there we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, he's never going to get anywhere near Callum Wilson, though, unfortunately. Um, Wilson, without injuries, would uh, would be in, just immense. Um, I think he would have left Bournemouth a lot sooner than he did. Definitely. Um, he was Gone to Chelsea for 80 million. For them. Oh, yeah. Like, but, like, the potential he had was just was massive. And obviously got the injuries, which... We kept him out near enough for like a year, and then he got another injury, and it was just, like just sort of it blighted his time really um, with with Bournemouth. But it's a testament to him that he's still playing in the Premier League and still 
scoring goals, essentially. Um, and if he wasn't playing for Steve Bruce, <laughs> could be a massive <laughs> player for, for Newcastle. I mean, he already is like a, a key mm. player for them. It's just injury prone, um, which is like the downside, really, isn't it? But it's it really pleasing to see him get an England cap when he did um, a couple of years ago. Um, obviously, we're always happy to see Coventry City Academy graduates go on and do that. Um, <laughs> And what we got out of him while he was still at the club before he got signed by Bournemouth was was brilliant. Um, obviously, he was, he was pacey, knows where the goal is, great player. Um, I'm very happy to have him in in this team as well. I'm sure I don't you think are. anyone would really disagree. <laughs> to be fair, looking at the bottom six, I mean, to be fair, like is there is there a better striker in the bottom six though? Like, is there? Oh, I don't think so. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna. We're going to leave it there for now, uh, discussing the 11, uh, but obviously we'll do our, our usual questions. Um, starting off, who is your captain in this team? I'll start with you, Paul. Hmm. My captain is... I'm going to go for Pope and go. Any reason why? Um, as England's number one, <laughs> it's, an easy, it's an easy choice, I think. Don't need to explain that. <laughs> Billy, who are you going for? Are you giving the armband to? I am going to go for Lewis Dunk. I think he's he's doing a good job at, um, at Brighton. I think he deserves to be in. He deserves to be captain for me. Fair play. Um, I'd I'd agree with you on Lewis Dunk. Uh, if Tarkovsky had, had made it in, I'd probably have given it to him. Yeah. Um, but because Lewis Dunk beat him, I'll, I'll give it to Lewis Dunk as well. Um, the big man at the back, leading from, for example, um, I think that he would be a good captain. I do think Pope would probably make a good captain as well. Um, I like it when a keeper has the armband. It's nice, isn't it? You like it when a keeper scores goals as well, don't you? (laughs) 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 Who doesn't? (laughs) Moving on to the next question. Um, Who are you picking to manage this team of the bottom six managers? Uh, So obviously you've got Sean Dyche, Graham Potter, Steve Bruce, (laughs) Scott Parker, (laughs) um, Sam Allardyce and... I mean, it was Chris Wilder. It's no longer Chris Wilder. Um, Hacking bottom in <laughs> Sheffield United. Like we'll, stay, we'll say so, we'll yeah. say it's Chris Wilder. We'll, we'll say Chris Wilder. Um, who are you picking out of those six? Um, I'm going for Scott Parker personally. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like Scott Parker, and I don't know the way the way that he plays football for a team like Fulham that are down there. He's not resorted to the traditional sit back, soak up pressure kind of Steve Bruce esque <laughs> football. You know what I mean? He's he's got out and played proper football, like as if they were just playing, as if they were just like a mid table team. Yeah, I mean, it, he has he has done a really good job with Fulham. Um, they've improved. They've, they've continuously improved throughout the season. Um, and fair play to him for that. Um, yeah, good shower. What do you say, Paul? Uh, it, well, with the usual relegation battle, your default response is for paradise. <laughs> but I'm hoping that once we, once West Brom go down, that'll be it, and we won't have to listen or see don't the you, man ever again. So similar to Billy, kind of for the same reasons, I'm going for Potter. Um, yeah, basically the same reasons. He, Likes to play football, um, likes his team playing a certain way and sticks to it, regardless of, I guess, how results are going. Um, and yeah, I think he's got a lot, as a coach, he's got a lot of potential. Um, I think Brighton have been unlucky this season in certain ways. And if they do stay up, I think next season they could add to the squad and just, yeah, improve again, hopefully, rather than stagnating. And then hopefully his career 
we'll go on a bit further. Mm. Um, yeah, because he's a really interesting coach. Like I read a good bit about him and the things he was doing in Sweden with his team were like just really interesting. Never heard about them before. Like he had his players performing like Swan Lake as a part of the <laughs> like community, basically, to kind of keep their feet on the ground and taught like yeah apparently it teaches their players all sorts of different skills so i'm not sure if you doing the same with brighton with like multi-millionaires i'd say it's a little bit harder but uh, That's, uh yeah like he's got interesting he ideas. Also grew up that, that as well. very interesting um i do to be honest i like, I like potter can't see this listeners but uh, me and Paul both just hung our heads then just like oh god (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like like Graham Potter I I think he's a I think he's a really good coach Um, he's definitely got a a future in the Premier League um, and just done a really good job at Brighton Um, again I like Scott Parker as well Um, and obviously Big Sam is a patron saint of our of our podcast, so he's he's got to be in there for me. Though I think I'm going to pick Sean Dyche, um, just because any man who can get Burnley into Europe deserves a knighthood. Um, so Sean Dyche, I'm picking. I mean, they, to be fair, they did name a pub after him in Burnley, um, the the Royal Dyche, as it's called. <laughs> um, again, any man who, who earns the right to have a pub named after him, I think is he's my manager. Um, so. <laughs> And he's a fan of the pod as well. (laughs) Um, Next question. Uh, If you're an opposing player and you play against this team in a relegation battle, obviously, on the last day of the season, um, whose shirt are you swapping with at the end of the game? I'm going to start with you, Paul. Um, I'm going to go for Loftus-Cheek for the reason that, yeah, I think he's the most talented player and most likely to go on to much bigger and better things. So I'm going to go for Loftus-Cheek. Good shout, Billy. Um, I would say Callum Wilson, just so Jed can't get it, but I'm going to say Callum Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Callum Robinson out of the reserves. <laughs> yeah, Grealish's best mate, so it'll be at the game. Get a, get a picture, get an autograph, all the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, I like the thinking. I like, I like the thinking, um, and I like that you've let me have Callum Wilson's shirt because there's no other player I'm going to really. I mean, to be fair, I'll, I'd like Saint Maximins. Um, but to be fair, I'd rather have Saint Maximins headband though. I was shirt. just going to say that. So actually. I'll go for his. <laughs> I'll go for his headband and Wilson's shirt. And next time I play five aside, I'll look absolutely immense. <laughs> um, I've got I've got one final question actually. Um, so obviously, Paul, you're a Liverpool fan. Billy, you're a Villa fan. Um, if you could pick one player out of the eleven to play for your clubs, who are you going to go for? Oh, that's let's a say they go down. Question. Let's say they go down and, and you're making a you're raiding them as they're heading for the championship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. Yeah, Loftus Cheek for me, uh, especially with Wijnaldum. Apparently, he's gone to Barca or signed Ooh. a pre-contract. So I think Loftus Cheek could be a very good player to replace him. Seems to have similar attributes, um, and I think yeah, most players seem to. Love playing under Klopp and, and develop a lot, so I think he could be Fair the next play. person. I mean, that's to a good shout. I mean, Jurgen, if you're listening, um, <laughs> <laughs> get on that. Yeah. <laughs> be a miracle if he's for. made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> um, I right, Villa need wingers, so it's going to be either Adamola Luckman or Saint Maximin, and I can't make my mind up out of either of them, so I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> fair enough 
Fair enough. I mean, to be fair, you might be able to afford both. Um, so <laughs> let's hope so. There you go. <laughs> Get them um, both down to B six. <laughs> I'm just going to say, <laughs> as a Coventry City fan, I'll take any of these players. Um, in my team. <laughs> but to be fair, I'd probably go for Nick Pope. Um, because we need a solid keeper. Uh, I think he would be amazing. Um, so I go for as much as I'd love to see Callum Wilson come back. Um, I was going to say. <laughs> and he, would, he would help our homegrown count for when we actually get into the Champions League in a couple of years. Um, but <laughs> uh, I'd go for Nick Pope. Um, and that is where we're going to leave it, boys. Uh, has anyone got anything else to add? No, nothing from me, mate. Right. Nope. Thank you both for joining me. Uh, We're going to be back next week. We've got many shows coming up for you. Um, Some interviews. We've got Prem reviews. We've got the international break next week, uh, which I think we're doing. And then we're doing 11s as well. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sport Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.